Hi everyone, welcome to our first podcast. Uh, this is Lauren from Bone Chillers and I'm here with Joseph. Hello. Um, so basically the point of our podcast is to tell some scary stories to chill you to the bone. Although I'll probably just chill myself to the bone because I am a scaredy cat. um yeah so recently we've been kind of talking about ghost stories and stuff haven't we joseph and watching like crime thrillers on netflix and stuff like that haven't we yeah yeah so i thought maybe to kick off we could maybe discuss like what your favorite horror movie or (laughs) video game is let's see (laughs) yeah so i i guess as you know, that um, horror movies were something that I think most of the, the credit for my personal experience with them goes to our oldest cousin, Alexander, yeah. just yeah, in yeah. terms of being really into them and sort of having us be engulfed in them at such a young age, particularly me and, and other relatives, but you too, I guess. Uh, so for me, horror movies were, were very much something I avoided for a long time <laughs> as a kid and and... You know, I would I would always watch things and cover my eyes when the parts came up when you knew what was coming. So I guess horror movies have been something that I, I now enjoy watching, but I think in reality I have have a pretty negative traumatic experience <laughs> with. Right, yeah. So I don't I actually don't know if I have a favorite horror movie. I definitely like the classics, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. I like Halloween. I think all of those sort of serial killer spooky with like yeah. a hint of supernatural are, are probably my favorite ones. Yeah. Um, and then, as you know, there was a huge, I guess, push for, for us on the Game Phobia gaming, I guess, YouTube channel that we started to do. It wasn't meant to be this way, but I guess with the with the name of it and what it just became, it was probably 95% horror-related games. Yes, yeah, for sure. And I, I really enjoyed that, is, is like playing, I guess playing those types of things where you're, you're immersed in the story makes it that much scarier because you have to actually do things and you can't just cover your eyes and, and get past that part that you don't want to look at. And I think for horror games, probably my one of my favorites, I think my favorite game period is probably Dead Space. So that really kind of contradicts my type of movie that I like, but... Um, I'm a big fan of that kind of zombie or, or alien, mysterious, anything that's like humans becoming something more evil or, or, uh, like some strange entity. And I guess the gore is also a huge part of my, I guess, rubric for, for horror movies. So right. I'd say Dead Space is probably the standard I hold a lot of things to in terms of thrill and suspense and just being like really scared of what's coming and, and how you're going to deal with situations like that. So I guess it's a backstory or a little bit of a summary. Dead Space is just you play as this this space engineer. It's in the future and there's a, a giant ship that has been compromised by some creatures that you're not completely aware of, but you're, you're really just like a scientist engineer that uses engineering tools to fight your way through an alien infested ship. And um, I just thought it was, it was super cool, but also really creepy because the creatures are these big, like, knife arm blade wielding things <laughs> that crawl through vents. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that's probably my favorite horror-related thing. But what about you? Do you have a... Well, I was going to say, best? it's actually pretty interesting that you chose a video game because I think video games are more scary because you're more immersed in just being there and putting yourself into it. Whereas a movie, you can be like, ah. Uh, that's just happening to somebody else, but as playing, as you know, the main character, you kind of have to put yourself in their shoes, and it's you, kind of. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in, that's in why, a way. Like these virtual reality versions of the horror games, I'll probably never touch because it's <laughs> too much. Yeah, I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah. As I mean, that's just something that, I mean, I, I always have this weird. A strange I guess like fear of like waking up but someone has put a VR like device on me so it's like <laughs> I don't know that it's right it's not happening and I think that the most recent one that I'm aware of is like that alien isolation game or like Resident Evil 7 doing that in virtual reality I think would be horrifying oh jeez, yeah absolutely so yeah yeah it's quite interesting also you said about like sci-fi stuff 
I guess it's yeah. just like the unknown, right? So that's really kind of scary because yeah, for sure. your imagination takes you away a little bit. Um, I think for my favorite movie, but I agree with you that like old school, I think Nightmare on Elm Street is my favorite. I mean, it's not really scary. It's <laughs> very dated, but a lot of fun. So it's not, so you don't feel as scared. Um, yeah. I always remember, uh, I don't know if it was for the PlayStation, but we rented Fear from Blockbuster. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, I think I ended up buying it. Yeah, that, that was that's awful. interesting because that was like supposed to be like the scariest game at the time. It was, but it it was. <laughs> I mean, looking back now, I think we've sort of progressed past that. It was just, yeah. I think, it was just the jump scares, right, and like the little girl Alma yes. or whatever that. Yeah. yeah. I like really she just, remember that. All I remember is like, I think you played maybe 10 minutes of it and she popped out on the screen. I fell off the couch and I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done yeah. with this. Um, but yeah, we've that, played. Like uh, PT and things like that. Yeah. Slender Man is also much. one of my favorites. That's yeah. always fun watching. Uh, yeah, I think these, these like creepypasta slash like urban legends that people just kind of make up are, are the most interesting because they're. Yeah they're like you know the people photoshopping these old photographs sure, with these yeah. things in them i don't know if you've heard this one that's sort of becoming more popular now siren head no tell me i don't even know if it's new or not but <laughs> it's a really like strange tangent but you know the game dreams where you can basically create your own stuff yeah the one by so the makers lo of little big planet yeah media yeah. molecule or yeah. so in, it's like a game where you can essentially make anything that you're you're you dream of, I guess. But of course, everyone just makes things that already exist, which is pretty funny because there's yeah. like no imagination related to the tools they give you. But <laughs> right. one of the things that people have been, like just putting in is this siren head creature, and it's like a big, tall tree-looking thing with like I guess like almost loudspeakers on the top of its head, and it like broadcasts really strange messages. Oh. And then I was looking and reading about it, and I think it's just some artist made it up, and now it's, like, grown to become, right. like, another one of these Slenderman Well, that's Man how type. Slender... Yeah, that's exactly how Slenderman started. I think there was, um... Somebody put out, like, a contest for the scariest thing that somebody could draw, and an artist just did that, and then everyone just went crazy. Like, <laughs> literally, yeah. with it. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I, guess I should have entered that contest. Yeah. Slenderman won. That seems like a pretty lazy way to win. A, you just don't draw anything. Just a suit yeah. and a mannequin. Well, that's it, I guess, because you yeah, can just project your own images of it on it. So yeah. have you experienced any sort of supernatural beings or situations or have a scary story you can tell us? So I, in, I think in general, this type of stuff doesn't like I, I wouldn't say i'm a huge believer in a lot of it i like hearing the stories and and like evaluating them but in terms of personal connection to them i've always been like pretty skeptical but of course when it's like nighttime or you're most vulnerable mentally sure. is when you start to like believe or hope that things don't exist yeah um I, so i was thinking about some things that i have experienced and i'm sure that there are like a little like a little second weird things that I've experienced from when I was a kid but I, I would say like I have a more recent story that uh, was pretty well for me like took me out of my comfort zone and made me reevaluate beliefs mm -hmm. so um this was a couple months ago I guess in February um where where we went to Joshua Tree just to go for like a weekend getaway and um the way it's I mean it's we, we drove up at night or down or across, I don't really know where <laughs> it is, but we drove there at night and it's, you know, pretty much desert. So it's one of those areas that's pitch black basically, but we rented an Airbnb and Airbnbs in general are kind of uneasy about when you go to these like cabin in the woods type places, because obviously the setting is already unknown and mysterious, but then yeah. you're in like a random house that you don't really know the history of. Mm -hmm. Um, and so anyway, we got there and it's super dark and, and, uh, like, but pretty peaceful and you could see the stars and I had like an image of for some reason as I was approaching the house of like something like I was going to hit something and I couldn't really explain it like I guess I was just tired it was it was late I went right after work but I felt like I was just going to like hit something so I was driving very slowly it was dark and we, we pulled in it was fine 
uh the next day was fine the night was okay there's like weird paintings of like strange it's like almost each room was like a themed with a different continent kind of right so there there was like a room with a really creepy painting of an elephant that didn't really look like an elephant from far away it looked like a <laughs> body that was like mangled but then you got closer and it was an elephant which was really weird um yeah but it was other than that it was fine and then yeah it was, it was strange and then the we you know the next day we just took advantage of the the daytime and like put a little fire at night there was a hot tub it was fine but that night uh, i was really like having trouble falling asleep and so I, I just stayed up and decided to play something on my computer or do some computer work and then when i went to to sleep i like couldn't really fall asleep but then when i did i woke up in the middle of the night and i could have sworn someone was like whispered in my ear the name sid sid like, s-i-d yeah 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 sid and at first i was like i'm just going going crazy because what i played on my laptop was sid meyer's civilization so I was like oh i'm just <laughs> dreaming about right what about you last this. thought about yeah uh, um yeah so i mean i got up and went to the bathroom and like just something didn't feel right at all like I should also add that that night when we had the fire, there was like something you can't, you literally cannot see anything. And everyone in the neighborhood that we were in had like a dog, but your neighbor is pretty far from you. So you mm -hmm. can like hear distant barking, but there was something like rustling in the grass on the other side of the gate where the fire pit was. And you just couldn't see what it was. Like, it was just, you had no idea. Like, obviously it's dark and you maybe you get scared. You just assume yeah. it's a dog, but like, even if it's a wild dog, that's not something that you want, like creeping up on you. Sure. So the, the noises were kind of sporadic and appeared in, in different areas, uh, but we didn't make much of it and just sort of went inside because I'm obviously, you know, being growing up in the city, you don't experience much of that. So you yeah. think everything is sort of amplified in terms of what you're scared of hearing and all these noises. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it just was really unnerving and I, I didn't hear it was like completely silent. I didn't hear any of that rustling when I got up after hearing that like word whispered in my ear, but I like really couldn't sleep. So I basically just stayed awake. Um, and these houses creak and stuff, they're like old. And so that doesn't help. Anyway, the next morning comes and we're, we're getting ready to check out. And I pull down the driveway and I was telling Bristol that like, you know, this, this place made me feel really weird. I don't like telling her things like that because she has this like connection to that kind of stuff where if she like senses some weird presence, she'll like see the individual that's linked to it and her, you know, I just feel, so I don't want to like yeah. entertain it back because it'll freak me out so i hold back on this right. kind of stuff fair enough and yeah and so we were i told her this and she's like oh really like that's interesting and i'm pulling out of the driveway and i again feel kind of unnerving like did i leave anything back in the house i kept thinking i forgot something and bristol just like screams and it's like watch out like go left and and i i like swerve left on this road and this black dog that's moving like at unnatural fast speed just comes by on the right and like actually hits my car from the right side so if i had gone like if i'd kept going straight or like you know turned the wrong way like we would have definitely hit that dog and it right. was like a stray black dog um and it just like ran off super fast into the distance and there is like i guess like symbolism related with black dogs being the devil i don't know if you've heard this oh no i haven't um there's a book i forgot the name of the book though anyway um and it was it was scary because we, we always like talked about how like, if we had hit that dog we would have definitely had to stay like longer in that place and like, yeah you know if we want to do the responsible thing like maybe the car it was big enough that it could have damaged the car um, so that didn't. place just like no, it didn't. Like, okay. cause I, I turned left, like at the perfect time and right. it just like sort of bounced off the car, like a little bit, it was totally fine and then ran off. But like, it was crazy because we hadn't it, like the whole aura behind that night and then feeling like I was going to hit something first getting there. And then that happened. It was just like really eerie to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of one more recent story that I've had. Did you like go and look up the history of this place or this no. area? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. There, there was like, there was like, you know, they always have these books, like your journals you can write in. Oh yeah, like a guest and, book. And like, you can talk about. Yeah. So that I think there was something like a little weird about that book, but I don't remember what. Like I, I, I don't know. There's like parts of my memory about that journal that I don't quite remember. But there was nothing. There was out. nothing that was like that was like, oh, this is a bad place to be in. But I guess anybody can also just write stuff. So like, if you wanted to just yeah. be a jerk, you could just be like, yeah, this I could place have written. Haunted, I'm sure they would blah, have like blah, blah. ripped it out or something. 
Yeah. Yeah, but it was like the paint, the whole like the paintings and the pictures were just really off-putting. Right. Like, I didn't want to be alone. There were two bedrooms, and there was like the other bedroom was the one with this elephant painting that I was sort of like playing in alone, yeah. and then yeah, it just got to be too much. But... <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're very brave. Even like getting up to go to the bathroom, I definitely would not have even entertained that idea. I was like, yeah, I would just pee myself. I mean, that's that's become <laughs> that's become more challenging in my current apartment because of all the things that like not not that I've experienced. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, this is kind of related. So before we went to Joshua Tree, I, I think I told you this, that I had this like really obscure dream that was like, I don't really have, I've never had this experience where I had a dream that the door to the bedroom just swung open. And like, a, a from what I remember, like a dark creature looking thing, like actually probably a dog now that what I mean, in hindsight, yeah, like jumped on Bristol and was like, like attacking almost and then I, I like screamed in the dream and then woke up screaming right which I've never I've never experienced before and mm -hmm. then that whole thing happened and then I don't know if this is probably like for future podcasts maybe about the stuff in in my apartment that <laughs> has been like yeah. talked about but um yeah unrelated to that this is just this like black dog has been Probably I don't really have out. any experiences with this anymore I don't know if it was just like a it was all supposed to build up to that Airbnb and then we escaped. I don't really, I don't have no idea, but mm. it was unsettling. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I've told you my story about, I don't even know what it was, but potentially like sleep paralysis where yeah. I was alone one night. It must have been maybe around the same time, like January, February time. Um, and I was alone uh, and I had been on my own for maybe the weekend or the week or whatever. And I remember waking up or not waking up. I'm still not really sure if it was a dream or not. But I was laying on my back asleep and I felt like I had woken up, but I could not move like at all whatsoever, <laughs> which was terrifying in itself because obviously I move all the time so for me to not be able to yeah that's... it's just weird you're so you just automatically think oh god what is happening and then I like look around and there's this black thing like going around the bed so our bed is like the headboard is against the wall but everything else is out in the open mm -hmm. so there was something like kind of circling the bed and then it turned into some man who I never, <laughs> I don't know who it was. And then for some reason I was able to move again. And like, I just hid under the covers. Oh, and I, I didn't know that. So yeah. You, you, you hid again? Yeah. So, and, and then, then. Like, but while it was still there. Yes. And so I was like, I'm definitely not coming out of this. And then I remember also, I think it was, <laughs> oh my God, it was awful. But I was like, while it happened, I can move my eyes. So I could obviously see around oh. myself rather than me just being fixed sort of in front of me or above or whatever. Yeah. I could see my cat was just like sitting on the pillow or like not on oh, the wait. pillow, but near my head. And she, when she does come to sleep in the bed, she doesn't sleep up there at all ever. She's always at like the foot of the bed. So oh, I don't know that's... if, yeah. So I don't know if maybe she saw it because you always hear these things that people are like, oh, animals and yeah. children see things that's, so I don't that's know. what freaked me out because yeah. when we were in joshua tree like these dogs were all barking in the distance but there's right. like nothing to bark at yeah like they're you know they're not like barking at each other but yeah this animal sensitivity this yeah stuff is... so who knows like but then i also think because you do hear about people having nightmares and they're like well it was because i couldn't breathe properly so now i'm mm -hmm. also thinking was it because the cat was like restricting my airflow <laughs> and my brain just went into panic mode and saw this thing like i still yeah. don't know but, but i weird hate it it was in a different position yeah and she's i she's not, i mean i very rarely let her into the bed because she's just an annoying creature anyway <laughs> but yeah she's that was the only time she's done that and that's the only time that that's ever happened but yeah sleep sleep so. paralysis is like seems awful and I, apparently it's one of these things that people experience often, but you also don't know that it happens because you hmm. are asleep. But I guess sometimes you do wake up or there is a dream associated with it. 
that I see. you do remember. So, but I think it, I saw a movie about it at a festival once and the, the director looked into this phenomenon and was like, I think one in two people experience it. So hmm. at that point I hadn't experienced it. And I was just like, oh my God, this is something that I could have gone through, but I have no idea. So, yeah, <laughs> so that yeah, is also that's... more like, so what's more scary? You being in that position. I mean, I guess because especially like me remembering it now, it's pretty awful. So <laughs> me doing it and not knowing, I guess it may be be- yeah. <laughs> better, but I feel like, yeah, some, I, I think you're right though. Like the, like my old roommate Tyler he had he told me this when we were moving from our first apartment that he would get it like kind of often and he would see like a woman in a bloody wedding dress like in his room in the master bedroom oh geez and it would like freak it would freak him out but he said like after the first time he because he's very like into researching obviously he found basically what you did that often sleep paralysis is like sometimes there's not enough oxygen getting to your brain or something and you start to see things that that are not obviously there so yeah but it's it's really crazy yeah and has he seen it more than once i think he saw it a few times because he was like comfortable with it with seeing it after a while like he would just mention to me like oh have you seen one day he's like have you seen anything in your room and i was just like oh god i haven't (laughs) and i I don't want to look around but yeah yeah but that's another thing that like you hear like with spirits and ghosts and stuff that people who are more susceptible to it or accepting of it, they see more stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a thing where the ghosts are like, oh, hey, that guy over there wants to see me. So here I go in my bloody dress. Yeah. I don't know. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to just be like, nope, I'm not interested. <laughs> Stay away from me. But yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> at least it's not the other way around, I guess. Oh, well, I mean, I guess obviously there's people who are really into it. They go on yeah. ghost hunts and stuff, and I think that would scare the crap out of me. But I don't know. Yeah, that's. I mean, we have. There was still that that like spirit that you summoned that time in Long Island in the ba- that basement because you didn't <laughs> properly say goodbye or whatever to the, what? the Ouija board. We don't remember this. I think we were in Francesco's room. You but you th- were somewhere, <laughs> but then like you put the board away without like doing the goodbye oh god did i haunt their house like bring it back oh i mean when we were kids i guess we always thought that it was haunted down there but i think it's just because it was dark but after you had done that and you found that like that person remember you got a name out of it and it was like yeah it was like a little boy yeah and and then after like years after that event i was getting i think like soda or something from the basement yeah and and francesco was supposed to come down with me and and so he was like i like and you know he was wearing like a white t-shirt so i i went down got like the pepsi and and then we would always mess around on there i was like running sprinting up the stairs and like he tugged on my shirt and i looked back and you know he had like i just saw the all white shirt and i was like oh i'm gonna go and i closed the door and like locked it as a joke yeah and then i i turned around and and uh he's just standing like in the kitchen and i was like what like I think we're down there. <laughs> yeah, I was just so taken off guard because, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't really believe in that stuff at all. So I was, like, it's scary. I get scared of it, but I also don't believe in it. I'm exactly the anything. same. I'm exactly the same. Yeah, but... and so that that freaked me out because I really thought, like, he was down there with me. And I, he, like, hadn't gone down yet. Right. And so that was really bizarre. Well, for context, Francesco is our cousin and he lives in a house obviously not with us but we'll probably have to get him in as a guest one week to see if uh, he knows anything or has felt anything yeah i mean he's heard chairs move down there and stuff so yeah uh, oh yeah. that'd be good spirits mm-hmm. of the house and one on on basements or something yeah <laughs> that's a good idea so um speaking of like dreams and stuff i have a story that i was gonna tell Uh, And then just to kind of um, hear your take on it, uh, I'm going to send you an email. It's not scary. Don't worry. It's not not like the Momo thing. You're sending me an email. Yeah, I'm sending you an email of a photo. It's not scary. Oh, no. Uh So back when Momo was a thing, 
Joseph actually scared the bejeebus out of me. And I do not like things that don't look normal. <laughs> so like things with like their eyes upside down. Uh, I just cannot deal with it. So when he told me about Momo, I literally had a heart attack. I mean, obviously not literally, but I had a mental heart attack. Um, and throughout the day, I was like, I want to learn more about what this is and why it's now become a thing. And at that time, I had looked on Wikipedia and there was no picture. I was like, great, this is perfect. It's giving me the history of what's going on with this thing. And there's no picture. And for those of you who don't know, I live in the UK at the moment and Joseph lives in California. So I'm eight hours ahead of him. So when I was looking at the Wikipedia page, I linked it to Joseph and I was like, oh, hey, here's the info about Momo, what it's really about. Don't worry, there's no picture. But some idiot, because obviously Wikipedia can be edited at any time. By the time Joseph had seen it, the first thing that popped up was the Momo face. And I felt awful. awful. And but... I highly recommend that people go look at it if you haven't seen it. <laughs> it's disgusting. I can't. But anyway, so I've sent Joseph a photo, which is not scary. I don't know if you've opened it. I did title it, don't open it until I say, but obviously I was well, going to send it send before. Where did you send this to? Uh, it probably got immediately sent to my, <laughs> my junk mail. Your spam. Yeah, it has? It's literally, oh, God. Yeah, it just says, look at this when I say in all caps. Yeah, I mean, like, it looks like a ghost would have okay. sent it. So, so if I you don't just... open this. No, open it now. You can open it now. Okay. So, so, so my... That's not she scary. She says, don't open this. Uh -huh. This yeah. is like the, the goosebumps, like, puppet thing. <laughs> So I think I'll make an Instagram and I'll put this little guy on it. So the question is, have you ever seen this man before? Okay. I'm like, asking have you. I? Yeah. I mean, it looks like really eerily familiar. Almost like the Mad TV guy. Yeah, kind of. I can see that. So yeah, basically, I'll give no. you a little... No, okay. Well, that's Do I have to look at this? this no, no, time? no, no. You can get okay. rid of it. <laughs> so I'm just okay. going to tell you a little bit about this this guy, right? So mm -hmm. uh, in January 2006 uh, in New York, a patient of a psychiatrist, I don't know the psychiatrist's name because it's not given. Um, so this patient draws a face, this face of this man, the one that I've sent to you. Um, and she says that it's been repeatedly appearing in her dreams. And so mm -hmm. she says in more than one occasion that this guy has given her advice on her private life and she's sworn that she's never met him before. Um, and this, I guess, is a thing because they say that you cannot dream about people that you haven't seen because your brain can't make up something that it doesn't know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so she's just like, oh, I've seen this guy. So she drew the picture, left it on the psychiatrist's desk. Uh, a few days later, another patient comes in and he sees the picture and he goes, I know that man. He comes in my dreams sometimes, um, but I've never seen him, you know, outside in my waking life. Um, yeah. So the psychiatrist sends the portrait to some of his colleagues who have also had patients with recurring dreams. Um, and so allegedly within a few months, four patients recognize this guy as somebody in their dreams. Um, and so all of the patients oh refer to him as this man, right? So mm -hmm. there's now a website called thisman.org, I think, or something. But oh if you just God. Google it. So um, from January 2006 until 2011, which is when the website was last updated, um, at least 2,000 people have claimed to see this guy in their <laughs> dreams. Yeah. And but is he still, he's just offering advice every time? I don't, well, this is the thing. It's always different, like what he's doing. Oh. Like allegedly, like it can be really sexual or oh. it's just a guy. Um, I've seen that somebody said that he looks like Santa Claus and she gets really mm. happy when she sees him. So it's not like a scary what? thing. But yeah, I mean, that would be scary just dreaming yeah, about Santa. Um, I like, do picture him being like very small for some reason. Well, yeah. The, I mean, he could be. I don't know. It's just mostly this face that people recognize. But like people, I've also seen that somebody said that his head was like a balloon that floated off of his body, which is awful. Wow. 
if it's mm-hmm. this man or anybody's man. And so she keeps trying to uh, grab the balloon, but it just keeps going higher and higher away. So she can't get it. Um, so people from literally all over the world have said that they've seen him. So they give uh, cities like LA, Berlin, Terrain, Rome, Barcelona, Paris, New Delhi, all over the place. Um, so mm-hmm. it later transpired that this site was created in 2008, but it kind of gained attention from the internet in 2009. It's in like loads of pop culture stuff. So it's in uh, the X-Files, there's a manga about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the guy, this man who created the site is called Andrea Nutella. And he's Italian. Uh, Mm -hmm. And he was interviewed by Vice magazine. Um, And so he explained he first dreamed this man before he was aware of who he really was. Um, And he said that in the winter of 2008, this man invited him to create a website to find an answer to his own appearance. So following this guy's instructions, he's made this website. So there's a few theories about what this means, Um, but I guess I can tell you what the theories are, but I want to kind of hear what your theory is, if you have one. I know who he is. (laughs) Well, nobody does. I I can tell you this. I just opened it again. (laughs) I mean... Is it when you say that like over two thousand people have seen it or whatever? Is yeah. It, like it, now I'm gonna dream of this thing. Do I? Like, well, that's it... ex- that's exactly one of the theories actually, and it's called. So I could just tell you the okay. theories, and we can just see what what you think. So the first theory is the archetype theory. So um, there's a psychologist mm-hmm. called Carl Jung, and so in his psychoanalytic theory, he says that this man is like an image that belongs to the collective unconscious that can surface in times of Mm. hardship, so emotional development, dramatic changes in your lives, stressful circumstances, in particularly sensitive subjects. Um, There's also Mm -hmm. the religious theory that this guy is God, which I think that's ridiculous. (laughs) I really hope so. (laughs) This man is God. Um, There's also the theory, This, I mean, this theory is the craziest, but this one is called the dream surfer theory. it doesn't really have a lot of scientific credibility, mm-hmm. but according to this theory, this man is a real person who can enter people's dreams by means of specific psychological skills. Uh, some believe that in this in real life, this man looks like the man in the dreams. Others think that the man in the dreams looks completely different from his mm-hmm. real life counterpart. So nobody knows who this guy is. Uh, so within this theory some of the people seem to believe that behind this man there's a mental conditioning developed by a major corporation so it's like a business that's just inflicting this man <laughs> onto everyone <laughs> I, I see. Okay. um then there's the dream imitation theory which is a scientific psychosociological theory which claims that this phenomenon has arisen ca- has arisen casually and has pre- progressively developed by imitation. Mm-hmm. So, like what you said, uh, so somebody's seen him and it was like, oh, here he is. Because like when you said about having Sid in your yeah. story before, um, a lot of the times that's what's in your subconscious and you dream about it. So, like if you this was the last thing you saw before you went to bed, like are you gonna be more likely to dream about it probably Uh, and then there's a last theory called the daytime recognition theory which says that this guy is just really casual like he doesn't really look like anything he's kind of just bland and generic yeah he looks it looks like uh almost like the like i said those those puppets like from back in the day like the creepy ones yeah but but like made to look a little bit more friendly yeah so he know, could look really like strange. anything. So somebody else was said that he looks like Andrew Lloyd Webber, which he kind of does. <laughs> but I guess it's one of those things where you can associate it with something that is personal to you. So that's yeah. why everyone has allegedly seen this guy in their dreams. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's that guy. I mean, I don't honestly remember faces in my dreams. Whenever I dream, I just like, oh, yeah, that's Joseph or that's mom. But it doesn't actually look like them. But my person my dreaming personality is just like yeah that's that person even though it doesn't look like them at all 
I just I think see. that. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know that. And another thing with this guy is a lot of people say that they can't remember what he sounds like, but it's also just like scientifically proven that people don't really remember audio as much as visual stuff of their dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So I just wanted to see what your thoughts about this, this little guy was. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I think it's definitely one of those, like I, it looked familiar to me, but yeah. because I am like thinking of other people that look like this and so I I think that this is like a the most striking thing is probably the eyebrows yeah in my opinion but I feel like it it could just be one of those things that you said if if I saw this and I mean I obviously haven't dreamt of this person yeah but I could see how maybe like maybe half of those people would say that they've dreamt of this person because it, it becomes kind of like eerie if you someone has having a dream with this type of person and then you have how well do people actually remember dreams like sometimes you know I'll say like oh yeah I had that dream or even while you were telling this story I was thinking like oh maybe I have dreamed of this person yeah and so not that there's like a dreaming of this person bandwagon but obviously like the more publicity (laughs) it gets first of all new, new people will dream about it like you said yeah but also like I saw this image and it like I I thought it was gonna go somewhere like I with some like puppet person thing like that's just the first thing uh-huh. it's not like right. a face I saw and I was like oh this is really weird like like Momo for example yeah I never I would if you showed me that I'd be like I'd never seen this before this doesn't look like anything that I've ever seen like it's it's striking but this is like kind of it's definitely weird. But yeah. I, I guess I don't really believe in this, like, government or bit, or private corporation putting right. this man in, in people's dreams. Um, <laughs> no, but... I, I don't... What? Were you... No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to hear more. I guess I was just like... It's, it's weird, but I think that the minute you, like, draw something that you've seen... For example, this, like... I'm not going to give too much of away, but this thing that, like, Bristol has seen... Yeah. Right, in her dreams of this, like mystery person whose face she she never sees which is interesting because you said i didn't know that you can't actually see a face until you've like processed it in your brain or whatever yeah yeah because your brain but can't any... make stuff up apparently. yeah so that's interesting but anyway like ever since she's described that even with words i i will like dr- not dream about it but i will picture that and like freak out that something is around that looks like that right um so I mean, if I had a visual and I'm thinking about that before going to bed, like I guarantee I would, I would see that thing. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, but it's just so such a weird, like the picture of this person is just strange because there's like, there's like a combination of creepiness, but also like kind of innocence. Like it looks like a young balding person in a way. Like it's, it's just kind of weird. Like it encapsulates a lot of features that could like the combination of a lot of different people right exactly yeah it's kind of ambiguous where you'd be like oh yeah it's yeah. like that but actually i have some sad news oh. that guy the nutella guy uh yeah. actually said that it wasn't real and made oh. it all up <laughs> but oh, really? yes which is i i mean yeah okay haha of course like creepypasta things but um sort of a bit more recent i know it's a little bit um far away now but uh there's still a facebook group um so if you just it's like the my this man group and it's still being updated today i think the most recent one was maybe last month and it's like Hmm. a man from india has seen this guy in his dreams so people are still claiming to see this guy even though this other man was like yeah this you know what i made it up so has he created this this man i I don't know (laughs) and now everyone is is actually seeing it but i guess it kind Mm. of then explains the other theory of yeah now he's put it kind of out into the ether and everyone kind of just sees it but i wonder if there are people who don't know about this man who are like yeah i'm having this weird dream this random guy just keeps showing up um Mm -hmm. and then sees him and it's like oh yeah that's this guy 
but so he made up the story like he made up the whole the story oh, okay. yeah yeah because he didn't give any he was like oh well-known psychi- psychologist but he didn't give any names but if he's really well known what why are you hiding it so i yeah. don't know that was weird but i also saw that in 2014 there was an article from mysterious universe um who still believe that this is real and it is possible um, because there is something called uh, the zero point field, which is, mm-hmm. I think it's something else I'll discuss in maybe another uh, podcast, but basically it is that people share, I don't know, like stuff on a different intellectual level where stuff is all like in a pool that's shared. Um, so it does. So this is what it says. It says, should it prove true that our thoughts do not reside within our own heads, but rather exist in the ether, then couldn't some of us be accessing the same information in our subconscious during dreams? So this mysterious universe, uh, I don't know who what they are, just website, I guess. They think that there are people still to this day who are like yeah you know what i've seen him even before this yeah. thing came out as a hoax which is kind of mm-hmm. scary but also, I like know. i mean you don't remember i mean you probably know more than than i do about this but you don't like most of your dreaming you don't recall at all like isn't the average dream in real like the first of all the time scale is different yeah and then the average like you actively dreaming in in normal i guess time is like a few seconds yeah but it could be like feel like a 10 minute or hour long like dream yeah so there's a lot of dreaming that is unaccounted for yeah and that you don't remember I mean, who, exactly and I, I think that it's not i think the fact that it's like an identifiable person makes it a little bit harder to believe that everyone's had like seeing this person yeah but there's a lot of like dreaming like types of dreams like events that are common like for for everyone like there's that dream where you're going up the stairs you're doing something and something's chasing you and then you're just like stuck i don't know if you've had that dream yeah or even like uh, people are like oh i've gone to school with my clothes off or i don't have any pants on or my teeth are falling out those kinds of yeah exactly like anxiety induced ones exactly and i i guess like i'm trying to think of an example of one that's like not has not not much to do with society like schooling or anything but just like something like this going up the stairs or like freezing while something's chasing you i think is a really like it's obviously not going to be the same location but like that sort of action or type of dream is like induced usually by a certain mental state yeah or what if the person that's chasing everybody is actually the same but not everybody (laughs) yeah knows point too but yeah that's weird but apparently I also heard on another podcast that there is some being again I guess it relates back to like sleep paralysis or dreaming um, where people all see somebody with like a wide brim hat Um, it's always like a man he's always just all in black with this hat on and Mm -hmm. many people I guess across the world have said yeah I've seen that guy with the, the hat on and again, it's one of these things like, if it is a dream, lots of people are seeing this. And maybe it's not as well known as this man. I mean, I obviously didn't research that one. But if it's another thing that people are still saying that everyone's seeing, like, what are the odds that we're all seeing the yeah. same spirit or dream? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Everybody's brain is making up the same thing. And I think that's kind of creepy to think of that say me here in England and somebody I don't know in Australia are ha- we're having the same dreams I don't know who they are that's kind of yeah. weird <laughs> that is weird yeah so that's my scary story of the day yeah that was, that was creepy. <laughs> it's weird isn't it but yeah it's in like a few video games that I've played mm-hmm. um yeah and I thought that was this quite guy? interesting yeah this guy um, Is there video games that you Well, played? not really like he, he, he himself. Um, I don't know if you've played the Zero Escape games, the nunnery games. Oh, no. No. Um, I mean, it, it's not scary, but it's one of those where it talks about these kind of conspiracy theory hoax things. Um, and they mention this guy. And there's also a newer game by the same, 
I don't want to say director because that's not the right word, but the same guy who made those ones made AI Somnium Files. I don't know if you heard of that one, mm, but um, no. in this one, he actually puts the face of this man in it and you have to find him. <laughs> you like oh, go to talk cool. to somebody and he turns around and his little head is there and you're like, oh, <laughs> what's that? But that's weird. yeah, it's like a trophy to get to find this guy, this man. But huh. yeah, so he, he has, but I guess is that another way of like him interjecting into people's dreams? Because obviously I yeah. had heard the story before in his other games, but say if I had picked up this new one and just saw this guy, like what the heck is that? And now he's now being interjected in other people's brains. Yeah, that's just weird. yeah. So he does live in all of us. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's my story. Do you have anything else to add? Any other stories or? things no i think that like scary dreams is a pretty big it yeah it's awful and the worst is when you have it and you know you're scared and then you wake up and you're like what why was i scared or the complete opposite where you wake up and you cannot i don't know you just are still scared and you're like well that was obviously a dream why am i still scared yeah exactly especially when it has like nothing to do with where you are or what you're doing yeah exactly Dreams are messed up. Your brain is messed up. It's playing tricks on yeah. you all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, maybe we can discuss like different types of fears or something at, at one point. Oh, that would be good. That could yeah. be a good intro question. Like, what are you most afraid of? My answer yeah. would just be everything. <laughs> like, I'm currently sitting in the dark now. And normally this room is fine. But now I'm just like, <gasps> we're talking about scary stuff. And people just appearing what's yeah. gonna happen but I th- again i think it is one of those things that's like it's in your head mostly i hope so <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's a good point what are you scared of what are you scared of or should we leave it for another podcast yeah i mean maybe we can we can like that's oh, a good one maybe we can have like a third person even or, or yeah. just talk about certain fears and maybe ones that are a little bit more obscure that you know there's so many oh names god for different fears. yeah absolutely so i think i think we can just make a list and, and talk about them but I think yeah. this was a good good first one for sure yeah i like the the structure of i had never heard of that story no it's kind of scary so. well it's kind of weird and scary but it's not as, as scary when you're like bye it's made up but then yeah you're gonna dream about him tonight yeah. <laughs> that is not so not scary anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. But, yeah. I well, hope not. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not. He's not scary. I mean, if he wants to be like Santa Claus and give me a present in my dream, I'll take it. But I really hope his head doesn't float anywhere. Yeah, off that's of his body and mine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, I guess if we don't have anything else to discuss around dreams, then. Yeah, I mean, we can... Oh, actually, I did have a question mm-hmm. uh, about lucid dreams, which I think are weird. Have you ever had a okay. lucid dream? Um, I don't really know. What's, like, the, the accepted definition of one? I think it's when you know you're in a dream and can control it. Kind oh. Of like Inception, I guess. Yeah, I, I think there's been... There's definitely been, I think the most common thing for me is that I'll, my alarm will go off in the middle of a dream, but I'm like on some, some like quest, not actual quest, but like I have an objective in the dream. And so I will like convince myself to keep snoozing so that I can like go back in that exact. Oh, that's place. funny. It's like opposite for you. So you're just yeah. like your little dream self is like telling your actual body to press snooze. Yeah. And like I'll I'll snooze like a hundred times, like I just won't wake up, <laughs> and that's most most likely to happen when I'm already like in a dream that I'm understanding in some way. Right. Because so. I know there are people who like I've had dreams where I recognize I'm in a dream and I'm like, you'll be fine. This is only a dream. Go ahead and jump off the Empire State Building, and it's like okay. <laughs> uh, but I know some people like train their brains to go into lucid dreaming. Which is really scary to me. I don't know why, because obviously it's not. Oh, so like, that's then it. Then it's like can't be scary, right? Because you're in control. 
Well, I guess, but I guess you don't. It's it. It's not like Inception where you're like, yep, I'm gonna go visit the dinosaurs. It's like that. You you just don't know what you're gonna get. So imagine oh. because I mean, this happened in Inception. I think I don't really remember that movie because I didn't really like it. But mm-hmm. what if you get stuck and you can't wake yeah. yourself up? I mean, obviously your like, body is going to wake up eventually, but what if you're having such a bad time in your dream and your body is just like, yeah, nah, don't need to sleep. But your little yeah, dream that's... self is like, get <laughs> me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That is, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. This is the stuff I think about at night before I fall asleep and I'm like, oh God. Why do you think <laughs> about that? I don't know. Because I scare, I'm scared about everything. Oh, I see. Literally. And I just believe well, stuff, everything that I hear and read, until somebody specifically tells me that that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm a science gal, I guess. Yeah, but not because can... I just believe everything until it's been disproven. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was my little interjection of dreams. That I'm just scared of Yeah, everything. no, that was, that was really cool. <laughs> so, yeah. are we, I guess next time we'll, we'll figure out what... Yeah, what we could maybe we... invite a guest. Maybe we can get mom in. So, yeah, um, I, I guess people who don't know me and Joseph, we're siblings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, maybe we can get our mom in. Because Joseph has said that our mom has uh, experienced a couple of supernatural things. Um and she also yeah. plays Slender Man like a badass. Um, mm-hmm. She just is not scared of anything. So I don't know yeah, why I, was, I didn't I get was that from her. Someone, someone this recently, but like we would always, like one, I guess in especially like '90s, early 2000s, like the the thing to do to scare people was just like you know follow the red dot or like play that game, and then like the Exorcist or the Ring woman like pops up. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> And, and I remember, like, one time we, we did it to mom, and it, like, came up on the screen and screamed, and she just, like, zero... Response, like, was yeah. not phased at all. No. I, like, why could I not be that brave? Because yeah. I am scared of everything all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, she plays Slender Man, and she's just like, la, yeah. la, la. Yeah, we could... Oh, he's right there, mom. He's right there, and we're dying. And she's just like, so? I gotta get that paper. Or <laughs> whatever so yeah it'd be interesting to maybe speak to somebody who isn't scared of anything (laughs) and get some tips yeah get that perspective but yeah but yeah so that could be a good one maybe i'll find another story or if you want to find a story yeah yeah i can i can we'll figure out the theme and then yeah or if people who are listening have any ideas that would be good so uh yeah yeah that'd be good any any uh thing any general theme or something i'm sure we could find lots the internet is a vast and infinite place mm-hmm. for stories of this sort people love talking about scary yeah. stuff so i'm sure we could go on forever but yeah um thanks for joining us in our first podcast that was really exciting i've been looking forward to this all week yeah this was fun (laughs) okay so uh lauren and joseph from the bone chillers uh out